I'm Amy, sex educator, somatic sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. Hello, everyone. Hi, sexy listeners. Ooh. If it's a little echoey, it's because we are in a sexy studio. We are in Steel Steel and Grace. And Grace. It is a pole dancing studio and an S-Factor erotic empowerment dance studio. There are six poles. There's fur. There's there's velvet. Chandeliers. Crystal chandeliers. And we're hanging out here because we just took a class. We are fresh off the pole. (laughs) Fresh off igniting my inner sexy self yeah yeah it was now. good it was really good actually i'm excited to come back except that one thing i do want to point out is amy and i were doing the warm-up together and we were both so like stiff when we like did our front bends we're like, <laughs> we're like i forgot about this everyone move. else was so like oh they were practice really this makes yeah, perfect practice makes perfect i plan to come on to another class Perfectly which which we should announce though because yes. uh elise who's here with us today is so kind and this is her studio it's beautiful she's offering you our listeners if you're in santa cruz uh three classes for thirty dollars and it's only for you listeners and you just have to mention shameless sex when you uh register for class or if you live over the hill and you want a little getaway yeah. i mean you don't have to live in santa cruz right you just no. as long as you're yeah, if you're a listener and you're passing if you want to fly in from wisconsin my wisconsin peeps what's up wisconsin could use some pole dancing yeah. that's wrong accent <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not i'm not very good at this one that was more like a german meets i don't even know um, it was yes. cute, Chip. I know it was real cute. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna get we're gonna bring Elise on here in a moment. Um, but yeah, and then we'll talk about our own personal experiences in class. And I don't know. I think before we end, we need to film another video of um, uh, just like a little teaser video to put on our Instagram. It's true. I can put on my stripper heels. Strippers. Strippers. So if you're not <laughs> if you're not following us on Instagram, go find Shameless Sex, and you can see April in her stripper heels. They're um, actually fucking amazing. And I'll do a little clap for you. <laughs> a little heel clap. Yeah, it was funny when we took this last time she didn't wear heels and you felt very lost and then the minute you oh, put yeah. on your like six inch crazy heels i would fall over and instantly you were like oh, i was actually the same height as you well because that's where you found your sexy right You're yeah like, my inner is, sexy is through high heels is my height and my <laughs> halloween costume is a well it's for this murder mystery thing that we're going to tomorrow but it is a cheerleader costume and my partner doesn't know this yet because i'm going to put it on for him later and do i said i have a sexy surprise for him but tonight it's a, yeah oh. it's a daddy cheerleader costume. It says daddy. <laughs> it says daddy on it. oh my good thing you took this class before and you can i know go this is what i'm saying and i have like a my stripper heels my daddy cheerleader costume it was the only one that i could really find to be shipped last minute because i was a last minute halloween shopper Ooh. but it's specifically for my character i would yeah, never want to be a cheerleader mystery party it's but my murder fun. mystery party i'm mitzi mintz a cheerleader i'm lana croft archaeologist adventurer Ooh. who carries a gun and she's I like i'm gonna bring a taser yeah i was gonna bring a taser because i don't have a gun so i'm a stand-up <laughs> comic well i'm an nfl cheerleader that really wants to be a stand-up comic 
Yeah, and I tell you're jokes. getting older and you need yeah, to give I need up. Yeah, <laughs> I need to figure out a new <laughs> career. <laughs> yeah, it's time. Cheerleading's done. But I'm just excited to try out my new S Factor moves and my stripper heels mixed with my daddy cheerleader costume. Perfect. Yeah. This is a great add-on to what we talked about our last episode. If you all listened and, and we were both outing that we weren't feeling very sexy lately. And so it was perfect that we were coming to this class. And um, I just have two things I want to add on that. One, before I was coming to the class, I actually talked to my partner and I said, I was like, I don't, I've never said this to them before, but I was like, sometimes I really want to dance for you, but I get really scared and insecure. And I even plan it sometimes like I'm going to dance for him tonight. And then I don't do it. And he's like, why not? You're going to dance for these girls. You're more uncomfortable <laughs> dancing for them than your partner. And I was like, well, they're not all staring at me. It's and really I'm dark in there. Yeah. And, but I, but yeah, I've just, I've psyched myself out because so for me, like I can get in front of 200 people and talk. I could talk, I could teach totally fine. Moving my body is a whole different story. And actually, I have a little bit of a, um, a trauma from when I was in seventh grade. It was the first school dance. You oh know, and God. everyone's dancing. I was doing my, well, I don't even know. I probably, I don't know what I was doing. I was dancing. And all my girlfriends at the time were like total mean girl status where they were just picking on me for about a year. Um, it was a like complete mean girls. Like they would, just, it was like, it was horrific. And um and quite traumatizing. We're good friends now, but <laughs> took them a couple years to come out. But anyways, I was dancing for the first time on the dance floor, and they all just started pointing at me and laughing, and like, oh my God, look at Amy, look how she's dancing. And it fucked me up. And it took me years. It took me like a lot of, um, going to a lot of festivals, I think consuming a lot of psychedelics. Static dance. <laughs> yeah, just, just being in places where I, Everyone was was more free. Is it's like when I'm because yeah, I was yeah, that's like the conformist environment where everyone's trying to dance to look good and look it's really cool. It's also the most awkward time of your life. So in awkward. My but then you have these people pointing at you and like essentially saying you're terrible at yeah. dancing, and then just stuck with me for a long time. So still to this day, getting in front of people and moving my body, especially in a time when I'm not feeling that sexy, is like a little challenging. But I will say that doing this, like I felt damn good I was a gymnast and was required to take dance classes and it was horrific because I'm a not a great organized dancer organized court like choreo choreography choreographed, choreographed yeah. dancer and so oh I'd God, have to I'm be really specific about yeah. these moves that you were doing like ooh, 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 spirit ooh. fingers yeah and it was just really difficult for me yeah so I feel you well I again practice makes perfectly imperfect so I'm excited to come back and I am excited to go home and actually try this on for my my lover, we got in a little argument last night, so maybe that'll help to. I just got an <laughs> argument with mood. mine today before this podcast, <laughs> oh. or before this class. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. I left. I was like, later. Yeah, I didn't really? even say bye, babe. I love you. I was like, later, bro. <laughs> you did the peace. <laughs> yeah, I did the peace. <laughs> oh my god, my partner and I are getting really good at this. Like when we get an argument at night because um, we have two rooms like we have our bedroom and we have the bedroom downstairs that's like the guest room yeah and um we get an argument at night we're actually getting really good at just like uh, like cutting off the argument like this isn't going well and one of us will go sleep downstairs hmm. and it's great like originally when i was in my very codependent space it was really scary and now that i've done a lot of work around that i just like take a deep breath into um, it and yeah. it's so it's wonderful it's absolutely wonderful i'm working on that yeah it's good you have a second room too yeah, I do. <laughs> I have a couch. I mean, I, so I, I, I've decided that it's time to part with the whole like, don't go to sleep upset thing, because then I'm trying to put a bandaid on something that's not ready to get the bandaid on, right? So instead, it's like, all right, 
we got to stop right now, take a breath. This isn't going anywhere. Like, let's just go our separate ways and reconvene. And it also means not sleeping in the same bed because for me, I actually get highly anxious if I'm in the same bed with someone when we're not getting along. I'd rather sleep separately. It works a lot better. You could for be me. like, hey, why don't we sleep separately? And why don't you watch this uh, video from OMGS? <laughs> No, that's what I should do with myself. Yeah, or yes. I'm going to watch this video from yeah, OMGS. That's a good and I'm excuse. I'm going to pleasure myself while well, I'm doing it. Well, because on that note, it is hard for me. Like, wait, I love OMGS, and we'll tell you all about it in a second if you haven't heard about it. But it's hard for me to practice when my partner is there because we share a room. So yeah. I usually watch OMGS and actually practice the techniques when they're gone. But this is great. We get an argument. It's an excuse to practice. Yeah. You're like, bye bro later bro <laughs> like me giving the peace sign i'm going upstairs and watching my omgs video uh, and, and i'm going to test out at least three different ways uh, to touch my vulva three, three different I tools need you. i didn't try before <laughs> swirls i'm gonna do swirls i'm gonna swirls do swirls to i'm gonna do a little <laughs> ah. but a little, maybe a little slower <laughs> if you all don't know what omgs is go to omgs.com if you do omgs.com backslash shameless you get five dollars off it is a online program that teaches you about how to please your vulva your vulva and it's not like it's just for people who don't know how to touch vulvas that's helpful too but if you thought you knew how to touch your own vulva or a vulva it really expands the menu to all these beautiful endless options for even more amazing pleasure so they're instructional videos um, it has changed my life and a lot of our um, our listeners as well. So highly recommend checking it out. There's if you 62 wanted. and you get yeah. access to every single one it's with the, awesome. it's, it's not even expensive and your money goes to researching future pl- pleasure um, yeah. research. Completely research-based. Completely yeah. research-based. It's pretty amazing what they're doing. They're, they're changing um, the, the pleasure game. And, yeah. Uh, no one's doing this. It's no. like, it's just, I mean, don't even get me started on porn. If you listen to past episodes, you'll know my stance. I'm not going to go <laughs> down it, but go check out omgs.com backslash shameless. I also want to give a shout out to our uh, folks at Bijou Indiscrets for making this awesome line called the Horoscope line. Amy did just a little video on in our Instagram page the other day. I took it. Um, the lighting was great. And you are a Pisces. She's a water sign. Mm-hmm. And you get a, a stone and you get a little finger vibe. That's pretty powerful. And the stone also- isn't on a necklace, too. You're a necklace yep. with your birthstone gem, but you also get a little finger vibe. It's not a birthstone gem. I mean, it's, it's just... Your- it's your because my so but mine was amethyst right like it's right but but so mine my birthstone is technically a ruby I'm a oh, cancer okay so it's not your birthstone it's actually just a stone that is affiliated with like your, your element yeah okay got it good and so uh, they're various d- degrees of, of amethyst and they're natural so there there'll be there'll be variations and a clitoral bomb or a little and yeah. it's and it's earth air fire or water water depending on your sign it's a sweet little kit it's a great gift item for yourself or for someone else's under. And they're giving our listeners, which is you, uh, 15% 15% off. off. Uh And it's only four, I think it's $44. So anywhere you are in the world too, just go to bijouindiscrets.com. You can go to our website and click the Bijou link, but it's also, it's an awesome gift. I've already, one of our interns bought one and she loves it. Madison, girl, girl we have the best of interns. Madison and Paige. She's on it all the time. I love her. Yeah. She was, oh my God, so helpful today. Um, And then on that note too, pure pleasure, actually we'll have it as well. Oh, perfect. Um, so Soon. It's, it's, yeah, they should have it in about a week or two. So if you're buying a whole bunch of other stuff too and you want to get it all in one store, just go to purepleasureshop.com. They get, uh, you all get 15% off with code SHAMELESSPP and all caps from there too. Um, okay, so uh, I just before we dive into the podcast, I want to say one other thing. Actually, two other things. One, this is going to just be something I want to share. Um, I'm trying this new thing with my partner, and it's 
complete transparency. Remember last time I was talking about like my shame that I pulled up and some of my insecurities about it's like sex. O- radical honesty. But n- yeah, but like even what we're doing right now is like even during sex, like full on penetration and in it, we're like naming our fears of what's going on. Like mm. I, I'm really in my head and I'm feeling really insecure. And I'm not feeling great about my body right now. You know, things like that. Um, we're like we're, we're and it's been really hot like it's very interesting people think we have to put on this whole show of being all confident but there's something about where like it it creates this deep we're not doing it the whole time too we're just outing it when it's there Hmm. um and i even like started crying during sex like in a like beautiful it was really like felt really good how long have you been doing this we've done it the last two days and we had sex last two days so two days and it's been (laughs) and then we got a fight right after but (laughs) but it's been really good so i just wanted to share this piece then i'll keep informing you all along the journey of as I'm trying to own my insecurities and shame as opposed to pretend like they're not there and put on the happy face um and I'm so far I'm really liking it so I'll keep you all posted on that because it's Mm. feeling really really different and really powerful so I want to say that and then lastly our online workshop we decided to turn it into an evergreen product meaning it's always available instead of doing it in a four-week series which we were doing before it's an online workshop for erotic empowerment for female identified folks you can take it anytime you want to it's very affordable it's a four-week video series and then there's an option to do private coaching one-on-one with us too meaning you get to work directly with us um, so you can take it from the privacy of your home, own home, do it anytime. Uh, it's all about how to clear out all the bullshit that's in the way from you being your most er- awesome, erotically empowered self, and then how to create more juiciness, more liveness, more connection, more more all of the things to figure out who you are really are as a sexual being. So go check it out. Go to our workshop section on our website. Do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Should we? Elise has been it's time. sitting here. I was being so patient. I laughing, know. Smiling. Being her beautiful self. She's so beautiful. She's, she's, she's like the, the way that her body moves. I'm like it's gorgeous. It's like it, yeah. And you do these really beautiful sounds. Like, yes. During the during the class that really are inspiring to me. I could Sexy watch you sounds. all day. Me too. That's like the what I like to say to the pussy. I could do this. All, all day. day, but no, really, I could watch you all day. Okay, so let me tell you all who Elise is. Elise. Okay, so first of all, this is our second time having Elise on the podcast. Elise was here for episode number 49. I think it's titled S Factor. So if you want to learn more, go check that one out. Um, this time around, we're going to talk more. We're going to talk about all about this erotic empowerment, erotic dancing, S Factor, all these things, and also talk about how we can incorporate into our relationships with lovers and partners and et cetera, et cetera. So, Who is Elise? Elise empowers every woman to connect to her body's innate wisdom and pleasure so she can move through the world in her fully expressed radiance. As owner of Steel and Grace, Santa Santa Cruz, California's premier pole studio, Elise offers a wide variety of weekly S-Factor classes suitable for women with or without dance experience. Find out more at steelandgracepole.com. Welcome, Elise. We're so happy to have you here. Hi, Amy. Hi, April. Hey. I'm so delighted that you were in class with me tonight. I love you, Elise. And we are sharing uh, two mics, everyone, so bear with us. Oh, yeah. One of our mics died. (laughs) To set the scene, we're like all cozied up on the floor with a pole crash mat and fur rug and a bottle of wine. Yeah. Margins. I think it's a good time to talk about margins wine. April, this is is your your cue since you talked about the wine. Ready, set, go. Wine. I love it. <laughs> Megan Bell is the winemaker at Margins Wine. If you haven't bought just even a bottle, do it. Go to marginswine.com and buy bottles of Margins Wine. It's affordable. It's 
raw wine, raw natural wine that's all hand picked, hand produced in small batches, and it's it's so affordable. You can use the code Shameless Sex. No, yeah, Shameless. Is it just Shameless Ten? I think it's Shameless Sex Ten. Okay. Try Shameless Sex 10, and then if that doesn't work, try Shameless 10. And then that's if you get three or more bottles, and then if you buy six or more bottles, you get 15% off by Shameless. I think it's Shameless. Maybe it's Shameless 15. Try them both. I don't know. We've said it on almost every episode, and that's only for our listeners, but we are drinking Margins wine here, and we're drinking the Mouvedre. So um, this isn't a bad – it's not like the pricing is so – great like it's yeah. not a bad price like, i think it's $25 and then with the, the discount it's even less so yeah that's good check point. it out i Here's highly recommend it at least again we threw april on the spot there she's like oh shit she's trying to sip her wine over there um okay at least we're so happy to have you back here with us i love what you do okay so let's let's you have this amazing studio that you open how exciting isn't it delicious it's so delicious it's kind of like the space. dim the red lights and you dim the lights i mean so tell tell our listeners more about you and what you offer and what you do like where how did you you, you told your story a little bit but like what inspired you to open this and tell us more about this journey well, honestly i always wanted to own a dance studio since i was a little girl not a pole dance studio i didn't realize that would be the direction it would take me but i kind of forgot along the way like i got busy with life and i got my corporate job and i was doing all the things and i i just forgot that i wanted to to have a space like this and when i discovered s factor and i started teaching i just felt really inspired to create a space not just for dance, but that women could come to and feel like this is a place that you can come and gather, you can connect with other women, you can feel inspired, you can be educated, you can learn from each other. And so it's a beautiful, gorgeous pole dancing studio. We have 17 foot high ceilings, which if you pole dance, you know that's a nice distance to monkey up to the ceiling. Um, But more than that, it's just a really welcoming, warm space. And I've been having events and free talks and special workshops really geared towards empowering women to get connected with our sexuality, our eroticism, our bodies, each other, how to move through the world in a more just awake, open, confident way. It felt so, I mean, this is our second time coming here. So April and I dropped in a little bit easier than we did last time. But the group of women here, they're, everyone's so welcoming. It's just, there's something here. It really is, there's so many elements that are contributing towards this empowerment factor, whether it's and people being comfortable. Like, they were halfway through, everyone put on their sexy lingerie and their heels, and they were all just complimenting each other and cheering each other on. And there's so much about it that is just, uh, I I think is so nourishing. And, and I thought about this today, how April and I were introducing ourselves, you know, we're like, we're hard workers. We work really hard. We we're doers, da, 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 you know, very heady people. I think as women, um, as we expand to be more, I guess, in empowered in our, in the financial world, you know, we're more like, you know, we run our own businesses, essentially kind of stepping more into the masculine, I guess. Um, it's, I'm, I was realizing today that that, that it kind of uh, it, it's some of us get lost in that and we lose the sexy part and I think that that's what's happening for me at least. Cause I don't wonder if you want to speak to that a little bit of how that works. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I 
told you that I have an online program I developed and I didn't tell you about it, but it is for that. The online program is called the Radiant Woman Immersion, and it's a six-month program that I developed to support women, particularly business owners and entrepreneurs, how to bring their feminine genius into running a business. Because we really only have male masculine models, and the masculine we need, right? We have to keep a calendar. We need to follow through with our commitments. Achieving goals is a good thing. However, for those of us who have primarily a feminine essence, to not have that part of us integrated into our days and into our work, it kind of it kind of can just like slowly kill us. And when I was in corporate, I had that experience of total overwhelm, total stress, adrenal fatigue, body shut down. Um, I was not a happy woman at all. And when I left the corporate world, I was like, I don't know what's next, but it's got to feel really different than that. And when I started my own business, I just brought the same practices in because that's what I knew how to do. And it was really through discovering S-Factor and, and dropping more fully into my body and more into a deep commitment to pleasure and luxury in my life, I, I found a way to run my business with that part of who I am as a woman really alive. So like if I'm going to do a phone call to check in with a client or say I'm, I'm making an offer for this program or something like that, I'll be like, okay, I'll go over all of my notes. I'll get really excited. Like, what is it that I love about what I'm offering? We're going to have a retreat and we're going to pole dance and we're going to learn how to feel empowered and making choices and creating boundaries. And so I'll get really excited about it and then I'll put on one of you gals know I kind of like nasty songs. Mm-hmm. I'll put on a nasty song and I'll do like some big hip circles and I'll <laughs> feel my body and, and then I'll like pick up the phone and make the call. Mm. And it doesn't have to take that long. It can just be a couple minutes. And um, that's an example of, of one of many tools that I have discovered that help me stay more connected with my feminine because we really need a balance of the two. Mm-hmm. And when we run businesses, it's really easy to just get totally in man mode and completely overwhelmed and and leave the lusciousness of who we are and the amount of creativity we can bring when we have our feminine really awake in our body that is completely what I was saying when you had everyone share sort of in the beginning of class we have like an open circle and it's it's dark and everyone's just kind of getting into their the element of the environment and uh, that was part of what I shared why why I was why I was here and it is because I've lost my ability and Amy and I talked about this on a podcast I think it was last week or the week before but I've lost my ability to feel sexy because I'm constantly in these roles of having to be in power and run things and not necessarily the podcast the podcast is my my passion and I really can like drop in and share I just feel that my feminine energy is being lost I have a very masculine partner and sometimes I feel like if I'm not in um in almost showing him my my masculine energy i get lost to him and and that isn't something that i don't even know that i've become aware of until just recently but it's so it was so liberating to be in my feminine here and this this really has uh, just this class and the class before as well really helped me drop into my feminine and i'm interested in that that um the workshop series that you that you I didn't know that you orchestrated that or or designed that maybe you can come join me I we're know. starting it, in January Wait, what is it it's it's an online program it's and online? so everything is um, virtual we okay. meet virtually and um it's an opportunity for women just like we do right here in the studio where we gather in a circle so we're creating communities so we feel like we have support as we're moving through this change because it takes time to change our our way of approaching business and so we address things 
things like getting more connected with the body and I lead you through movement activities um, you know via Skype and we do recorded videos and stuff like that um, but more than that it's also the mindset right like like why is it that we think we have to run this way how can we find other ways to do that and so we work on different tools around um, expanding more into the possibility of doing things differently than how we have done them and trying it out together. I need some of that. I'm starting a new, uh, another business venture with my partner and I'm constantly surrounded by men. I'm the only female body in it and I'm, I'm, I'm just losing my sense of feminine. So that mm. could be really good for me. Anyway, that was a bit of a side note, but. But I'm gonna go off of that for just a second because part of what I think happens is, um, this is like the old feminist movement, right? It was like, if we put the masculine on, then we can prove our equality. And I believe we're in a time now where it's, it's, we are different, equally as powerful, equally as awesome, but different. So you be in your masculine and rock that shit. And I'm going to be in my feminine and rock this. And, and I think it's time for that. Like put, put the masculine on us to prove our worth can go away now and really find the worth and feel that within our feminine. And sometimes we have to tone it down a little bit in the world. It's unfortunate, but it's part of the world we live in. So what I really love to work with women around is get that connection within yourself and know that if you need to dial it down a little bit because it's a safety thing or it's a work thing and it's just more appropriate, that you still feel it running within yourself. Because I think what a lot of people do is there's a, a cutoff that happens. And then I see women come here into the studio and dance with me and it's like, oh, I didn't even know that I was so disconnected and this kind of igniting waking up happens and so I want to support women to keep that fire burning internally and then figure out how to modulate and move through the world with it still being alive there's something about the 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 embodied slowness that the that the s factor um dance and even in the pole dancing too it's not just it's not fast even the, the music is can even be a little fast paced but we're still moving really slowly and there's something in that that reminds me that I move so fast in everyday life and in my work life and like get from point A to point B and it's such a nice reminder and invitation to slow down and that when I slow down I feel like I am allowing myself to drop deeper into my my being into my erotic into my feminine and um, but when I'm on autopilot it's not really that that available so it's yeah it's 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 been really powerful to um to be invited to just slow down mm. and then just to see what my body can do in there right it's so delicious right mm. there's there's so many nuances of sensation that we miss when we move too fast and um, that's why I know April we were joking around after your first class you're like I don't know about this s walk thing and I'm like do it in the grocery store and like you know we had the whole joke about stumbling through the grocery store but really what it is is like how can I just bring my presence to where there's pleasure in my body in this moment are my inner thighs rubbing together is there you know do I like the fabric that I'm wearing does it bring some sort of delight to me it's just you know slowing down enough I don't think we have to even move slow. It's just about bringing our awareness to what's happening in my body in this moment. Where's the pleasure? Mm -hmm. Like I'm sitting on a fur rug right now. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to do that all the time, but that feels good. Yeah, that feels nice. <laughs> yeah. But I could sit here and forget that I'm sitting on the fur rug, yeah. right? It's like, oh, I'm sitting on a fur rug. Yeah, be caught up in autopilot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So our last last podcast, we talked a lot about, because I know S-Factor is not, is not all about learning how to be sexy for other people. It's learning how to be in your... Um, eroticism for yourself it's about individual um, erotic power and 
and you know operating from that place but i'm i want to open up the floor to have more conversations around because we you know we, we have some interviews with some women oh maybe we'll just have them talk right now about their personal experience about how this has fit into their lives how about that yeah okay um what about you megan can you tell us a little bit more Yeah, I would say that I first came to S-Factor because I um, have a business mentoring women entrepreneurs, and I felt like I really needed to be a stand for women getting in their bodies and getting out from behind a computer, and we get all crunchy just sitting behind technology and sitting in a desk. It doesn't feel like we're in our feminine anymore. And so as I was teaching that and talking about it, I was looking for more ways that I could get out and experience that myself. And that's why I first started coming to S-Factor, so that I could just feel myself and get in my body. And then is it um, something that you incorporate at home in um, your lovership? I don't know what your status is with the... <laughs> but like, is it, I mean, how does that play out? Yes, absolutely. Um, I do lap dances for my girlfriend, and I... Um, yeah, she's definitely enjoyed seeing me bring what I learned in the studio home, and it has really ignited our love life because I'm able to talk about what feels good in my body, what turns me on, and I just notice that I'm so much more open to sharing like, exactly what I want because of what I experience coming to S-Factor. Was it scary at first, Doing it, starting mm. to dance in front of your partner? No, it felt like it really turned me on because I'm a bit of an exhibitionist. <laughs> Okay, so you were already prepared for it. You were already like, this is already up your alley. Yeah, and I didn't have a way to do it. I always thought, oh, wouldn't it be fun to be able to lap dance or to be able to pole dance, but I didn't know how. Mm -hmm. And so now I feel like I have the language Mm -hmm. uh, to be able to move in my body in a way that feels really good. So I'm matching how I'm feeling on the inside with how I'm showing up on the outside. Mm, I love that. What about you, Susie? Can you tell us a little bit more? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, I am a 44-year-old mother and wife. I've been married for over 10 years and just started dancing um, with S-Factor a year or so ago. And um, at first, I did try to go home and, and dance a little bit for my husband, and he loved it. I mean, I didn't have to do anything fancy. I could literally do the exercises from the beginning of class, and he was all over it. Um, but then I would get, you know, shy and nervous, and so I would just kind of come out every once in a while. And then at some point, I guess it, I realized, or my body realized, that I didn't have to do any kind of formal dance. I would be laying there on the couch, and like probably a lot of moms of two and or, or any number of kids um, and married women who are working and busy, it's hard to get in the mood in the evenings. And I'd be laying there on the couch and I'd just be tired and thinking, I better get in the mood. What am I going to do? And um, I've come home with some amazing music. That's number one. The playlists that have been shared with me have been amazing. And my husband will just put on a playlist innocently. And I'm laying there and I just realize I can just start moving right here on the couch this is not a dance this is not a performance I just have to do one hip circle or one chest wave and I am like whoa I'm there and um and then literally bringing it into if we're going there um the sexual experience it's off the charts you just move a little bit it's like dancing lying down in bed and it's so hot (laughs) for everyone so it's completely changed um my sex life and I'd say more than anything, just the ability to get me over that little hump and into the mood has been, has been amazing. Thank you so much for 
sharing that. Um, I, at least I'm wondering if you can elaborate and dive deeper into what you're seeing. I know we have these two wonderful women sharing their personal stories, but um, what you're seeing for yourself in relationships, what you're seeing for other people that come to the, the classes here, like how is this showing up in their, their loverships? It's amazing when we do something in one area of our life, we can't really compartmentalize it, right? So it's going to bleed out into others. And I think waking up our body, connecting with our pleasure, igniting our sexual energy, how can it not enhance our sex lives? <laughs> so I actually have had women that come to me and will say specifically, I feel disconnected sexually. I haven't had sex with my husband in a long time. Um, I'd like to find a way to switch gears out of my mind and into my body so I can show up. And um, after dancing with with me for a while and really taking these practices into their life because of course you come to the studio you take your your hour and a half class you have an amazing time while you're here but eventually it starts to integrate in to all areas of your life and now they're like dancing for their husbands or partners and um, I've gotten emails and testimonials about just like I was laying in bed and the window was open, and I was aware of the sensation of the air on my skin in a way I had never experienced before, and I just felt alive, and then, like, my husband was sleeping next to me, and I wanted him, and, I mean, I've just heard really beautiful stories from women, and so I think a lot of it, as you mentioned, we did talk about how it does start with us personally, and I think our own connection to our body and our own really knowing an awareness of how we find pleasure and how we like to be touched is really important to bring to a partner um, because they might not always know what we want. And so the more we know, the more we're able to ask and share and, and even discover more about them. Um, I also think there's this piece around women. I see this building confidence in women. I see that by being more connected in their bodies and being in a community where there's um, connection and there's no competition like you were talking about this at the beginning of the podcast actually is this is a space where women aren't looking at each other through competitive or judgmental eyes this is a place where we're seeing each other in our full power and our full amazingness and I think to have an environment like that it helps pull us into a more confident place in our lives and if if we're confident then it's easier to one know we deserve what we want and to ask for it it's really inspiring when we're actually taking the course and for those folks out there that haven't taken an S Factor class or any pole dancing class, but specifically here at this studio, uh, Elise really encourages encouraging everyone else. It's like, hey, if you really like what you're seeing, like Peanut Gallery, give them a shout out, cheer them on. And it is, it's really, I, I, I feel like it's building the confidence, the strength in, in numbers and having the support factor of, of the folks that you're sharing the experience with. And there isn't a lot of competition at all. I mean, it, it's so dark too that you do feel, and there's no mirrors. I, when I walked in, you do expect to see mirrors. It's a studio, you're dancing. There's no mirrors because it's all about feeling your body, the sensation of your body on the floor. You talk about like feeling the actual coldness of the the wood and the graininess of the texture of the, the flooring. And I love that because how often do you actually sense everything that's around you versus the smell, the, you're not licking the floor, but you could, I guess, but the, just the sensation of your breath. And it's really tapping into every moment that you are sharing um, and then supporting everyone else that's there when they're doing their, their mm -hmm. dance. I mean, that they've been working really hard on right week after week. 
Yeah. The fastest way out of your head and into your body is through the senses. So the way in which I think this can translate into our sexual relationships is if we have that tool, I don't know how many people I have heard say it's just, oh, Amy, you were just saying it's hard to get out of your head, right? Like how do we drop down into our body and feel open and ready to connect and through the senses, it's the fastest way. So little things like that. What's the texture of the clothing that I'm wearing? What's the temperature? Did I put something yummy smelling? Do I have essential oils or shampoo? Or And then we can do that all within ourselves to just get ready to connect and be more open and available. Do you have any tips for, um, so I mean, I work with clients in my, in my sex and relationship coaching practice, you know, and, as, and I'm a heady person trying to help other heady people to not be heady. And mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, I know what the journey is like, and I've sp- spent plenty of time not being stuck in my head, but um, so for, for when I talk to, I mean, I guess I know the answer to this, but when I talk to especially women who are trying to tap more into their bodies and their desire and they're just like stowing their heads and it's really hard for them. And I, you know, I tell them that they need more embodied practices, you know, go to classes such as these or do like an embodied meditation or dance or things like that. And then they don't do it. Mm. You know I mean? What mm-hmm. is your advice? I mean, obviously they have to choose for themselves, but like, do you have anything to say about that? That they're like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. And then they don't follow, no follow through. This lack of, I mean, it's, it's I like, know. I think, I mean, there's fear, there's lack of commitment there and it's scary, you know, coming here, it's a little nerve wracking and it wasn't scary all once we we're here. It was fucking awesome and felt really, really good. And I'm leaving, I'm leaving here like excited to come back already. But the idea of doing something new and edgy is scary. And so people choose not to do it and to stay stuck in their ways. So I think that, I, I don't know, I'm answering my own question is like, we have to do the scary thing sometimes. We do. And I think not to get all (laughs) crazy and political and like the world. I think that there's an opportunity for us to change. I mean, part of why this class is scary is because there's still so much shame and still so much stigma connected to the female body and sexuality and the work that you gals are doing and that I'm doing and many other people are doing is to start to change that story. Um, I think that if we were to acknowledge that part of our human birthright is that we're sexual beings and that we live in bodies that have the ability to experience incredible pleasure that it it wouldn't be as scary but we don't there's still a lot of stigma around it so for some people this might not be the avenue it might be it might have too much like the stripper pole and misogyny and like there, there just might be too much for some people I try and create an environment where it feels really welcoming and that it, it's not about that not having the mirrors having it be dimly lit all of that kind of removes the external, like it's for someone else or, or the external gaze kind of um, nervousness that can happen in the body. That's one way. Um, but there could be other practices. It doesn't have to be this one in particular. Um, some of what you were talking about with class April around, you know, the coldness of the floor and um, anybody at home could take three minutes right now to really connect in. Like, where are you? What are you wearing? Where are you sitting? What sensations can you take in? Is there a smell in the room? What's the temperature like? Is it kind of cool on on the back of your neck? Or do you feel a breeze somewhere? Like what part of your body is touching? Like right now, the way I'm sitting, my squishy part of my thighs are like pushing against each other. Like it just takes a moment to shift our awareness. So you can do that right now. And that's one way to drop in. Um, I do think, however, that having a, a movement practice where there's more opportunity to open fully into our body, April and I were talking about this actually around how easy it is to feel kind of stiff in our body. We do move very straight and linear in the world. 
So having a practice where we can open up the parts of our body that hold tension, that hold emotion, that hold trauma, and let that move through so that there's more just like energy and resource available from our bodies is really powerful. Um, I, I'm also really like then the, the I'm not going to go on a political rant either. April's like, mm, don't do a chip. But I am feeling also that um, there's like this this tricky thing going on about being like this, you know, the strong woman and then being like, you know, there's like the, you know, the slut shaming of the overly sexy woman. And I don't walk down the street when, when I walk down the street and I am dressed sexy, I, I don't, I don't feel a whole bunch of fear. I don't feel like I, I don't have shame around it. And yet I think that there's something in me that also like isn't fully owning it because of that a little bit, like, because deep down there is a subconscious message that, um, I need to look like a strong, empowered woman and that sexy isn't a part of that. And I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know how you feel about that one too. But I, I, like that's been coming to me the last couple of days as I've been looking at this. Like, why am I not letting myself be as sexy as I was like five or ten years ago? Like, I think I look damn sexy compared to when I was like twenty. I let me tell you, everyone, I'm thirty-three. I am way better at thirty-three than I was at twenty-three. Totally hot. And totally hot. But I'm also like not always owning it the way I used to. And mm. I think that there's that there's a part of it of like I'm an adult now and I'm a businesswoman and there's just yeah. There's, so there's this like this part of just not fully owning it to conform a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that we all do that and we have enough experiences where we get a weird look or someone says that thing to us that for whatever reason we let it in and it impacts us and then we start to kind of shut down and modulate and, and pull in a little bit. And there are times when we need to be less overtly sexy and totally open and yet there are times when it's completely appropriate and I think that you know you gals part of what we're doing here is really taking a stand for that being welcome in the world again and it means us coming up against our own stuff like with my radiant woman immersion I wanted my tagline to be women entrepreneurs who lead from their pussy and I'm like oh my god I don't think I can use that word like no one will sign up so you know it's 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 a dance yeah. I've always used my sexiness and quite the opposite. I've always used my sexuality kind of as a tool for me to like the way I flirt, sometimes the way I dress. And I found it's been hard for me to switch into a different gear because I've been now in business in the business world since I, I guess 2011 fully. Uh, but I, it's been a hard transition for me to be like, no, I'm smart. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm not just this girl that's like overtly sexy. So that has been difficult for me. Mm -hmm. And, and that's something that like, if my, if I can have any shame in anything, it's if people think I'm dumb. Like I have so much shame around, um, like feeling dumb in certain situations or not feeling like I'm at my highest self. You can't, I mean, I, I, I'm not like ever now trying to be in some um, <laughs> situation where I'm surrounding people that think I'm dumb. Like I, I used to be in certain situations. I dated this guy that was like a genius and he was always like, you're just pretty. And I'd be like, oh. fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. For real. totally. But I, that was always the thing. And, and then it just obviously didn't work out with us. And he was really intelligent. And I just always thought that that was the way that women were to be in business was um, be quiet and kind of look pretty and hopefully you'll get ahead somehow. And now I'm like, no, April, that mm -hmm. is not. So quite the opposite of what you've experienced, Amy. And obviously, I don't know your experience in business, Elise, but I don't, that was sort of my experience for so many years. And I'm shifting. It's shifted already. But Beautiful that you made that. that adjustment. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, since I'm promoting sex and sexuality, I get to be that now, but I wasn't before. That's for sure. Yeah. Now you're owning it because it's like your thing. Well, I mean, we are too, but we're promoting the heady versions. We're using our voices and, and talking all the time as opposed to moving. And so I think that it's good to have the balance. Like I, I can't talk my way into my body, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. all right, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to read all the books and I'm going to get in my body. Bam, here I am. No, no, it doesn't work that way. Like I got to actually move it and right. to get in there. And there's ways to find triggers too. Like, um, Susie was mentioning earlier that sometimes it's just putting on a song yeah. and then all she needs to do is hear that song and it's maybe one or two hip circles and then she's there. Yeah. And part of that's because she's been dancing for a long time. She's got this connection to her body and she's what her triggers are like music is a trigger for her mm-hmm. um for me touch is a trigger like if I'm feeling a little disembodied I like I just to feel my own hands on my body body whether it's a little bit of pressure or it's kind of tickly or you know touch can be a really good way to, to trigger and like get back into the body so there's different tools that you can you can play with and then so obviously we're, we've been talking about how slower there's more sensation slow um, so slowing down is a, is a big tip to really feel all the movements. And you said opening up and really feeling, letting your body like fully flow. Um, I'm wondering if there are any other um, tips that you have just to, for bringing this into a lovership that we haven't already touched on. I do. So did you guys notice in class how I was guiding you through touching your bodies in different ways? Like maybe you want to feel the palm of your hand rubbing over your belly or a little tickle of your nails or like grab the grab um, little squeeze on the inner thigh. So part of what I do in class is I lead women through all these different possibilities of how they might want to experience touch and on different parts of their body so this is a great exercise to do for yourself and then with a partner right so how fun would it be to take turns I think you guys even talk about this sometimes around taking turns and and um, you know framing it as like I'm curious what else we might like and you know because sometimes if we bring something new in it can bring up insecurity so framing it as like you know I heard this thing and I'm really excited to try it and take you know, five, ten, I don't, I would say a half an hour, um, taking turns and doing a soft tickly touch using your fingernails, using the palm of your hand. What does it feel like if your wrist is running over like a hairy chest? Um, do you like a little spanking? Like you, I slap myself there's in class. There's a lot of slapping. The heartbeat, the heartbeat thing that you had mentioned tonight mm. is beautiful where you, you said you have your own, what did you say? You have your own, your body's own unique rhythm, unique rhythm. And you could tap into that with your partner. I love that. Absolutely. Heartbeat. I um, couldn't rhythm find my of heartbeat breath. though during class. I was like, Oh my God, my I'm heart's dead. not beating right now. I was like, where is it? I was like, feel it, feel it. <laughs> but I loved that. Yeah. So I think that would be a really fun exercise. It's a way to just get curious and have fun and discover new things. And I personally have completely changed in terms of my own sexual expression. I really didn't, there was a part of me that I just didn't even know existed. And I don't know when or where it went away or if I just never gained access somehow, but it really was through this movement practice and someone guiding me into all those different kinds of touch that helped me realize, wow, I, I, I like a little something to push up against. Like I like a little force. I like to feel a little energy. And I, I just had all these ideas around what that meant before. And now it's like, it's, it's literally just how my body builds energy and wakes up. And that's part of my turn on. 
I'm loving the the dancing against something like the floor and the wall and using that pressure. And you're saying you can do it with a body too. And mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously we knew that, but we can do that with like a really sexy dance too. And it just feels so good to, um, it, like I'm feel in it. I feel supported, and also like like I can do kind of anything because I have this like this this pressure to move against, and it helps me to move even slower. And I yeah, I really. I really like it. It's very tantric. I think we talked about this last time too. It's just, it's all about being present for all the sensations. That's, that's tantra. Exactly. And it's like, and, and, you know, bringing a ritual or celebration of the body or sensuality. Like you're essentially teaching uh, tantric dance without calling it that. <laughs> it's true. I know my yeah. little covert mission. <laughs> so what about um, song recommendations? We talked about this last time, but what are your top songs for people to uh, get their sexy dance on? We we just want to know so that we can do it for ourselves. (laughs) Well, as you saw in class tonight, everyone's body likes something really different. Mm -hmm. So I think it depends on your body and also who your partner is. And I'm going to have to get my phone out. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. What were we dancing? Do you know what we were dancing to at the end? And it was... It was a rat was, we were all, you kept changing this. It was the same song, but we all danced to it different rounds, I think. Wasn't it? Is that what we did? Was is, it, is it that one that was really edgy? That yeah, we're it was edgy, and you're like, ooh, this is a naughty song, it, but it was it's good. Like, it's like edgy and pushy yeah. and buzzy bass yeah. and all the things that like just kind of shake bass. us up. It's called um, Rat Trap 666. Ooh. Die at... Atward. Oh, it's D. Atwood. D. Atwood. Is oh, that? Yeah. I'm totally saying it wrong. The Germans. Yeah. The German. Oh my it God. is the edgiest. The videos. You have to watch their videos best on YouTube. Music. I have They're never true. heard anything by them that I have not totally loved. That just ignites my body and makes me want to grind like, dumb things. South African. Yeah. They're South African, but they like are very German too. Uh, oh my. Yeah. I know. I've seen their videos. That's. And I thought it when I heard it. When I was in April. I was like, is it the voice of like a little kid or what? But anyways, so it's a good example. Everyone, if you go look it up, just. Li- watch the video when you or listen to the song you probably wouldn't imagine that you can make it a sexy thing probably the way they did the video which we haven't watched i'm sure but <laughs> but like what you're saying just slow down and right. feel your body you can make any song a super sexy dance as it's long true. as you just slow down for it's it it's true some people really like jazz or something that's like kind of bluesy and spicy like that wakes up certain people's bodies um you know that song in the arms of a woman i think it's amos lee it's just like warm and oozy and soft some pe- some people like that so play with different styles I've done criminal fiona apple <laughs> Bringing out tissues in the beginning because I'm like y'all gonna cry now. <laughs> yeah, she's like throwing tissues at the audience, and she's like, "Put away your ones. I want your 20s. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That's something that well, Amy and I. I don't know if we've ever shared this before on the air, but I've wanted to have my inner stripper release so many times, but in a group where you're really comfortable and just getting inside yourself and have your friends honestly throw money at you. It's so liberating and it's so much fun. And I think like if you're having a girl's night, like, okay, let's put on some sexy music. Everybody get your ones out. Let's make it rain. Like give your girls a lap dance. If you're, I don't know, good friends, if you're comfortable Love with, it. you know, that you have any, any sort of gender. I don't want to say it only has to be your girlfriends, but I'm saying like that for me was so liberating and I, we've done it a couple of, a couple of times now. And the S factor does help you tap into that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. That's just a suggestion for those out there listening. 
Every time you say that, I'm like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And then, and then I get scared. But maybe, maybe after this class and then after the next two that we're coming to, because we have, we're, we have a three pack, April and I, then we can finally start to make our power moves <laughs> and be our fully embodied self. And it's a continued practice. It is a continued it's practice. It's not just like I do three and then I got it dialed in. Like I can tell, like I'm like, I need, I need regular check-ins for this. And you could rent the studio and bring your girls here and have <gasps> a hell of a party if you wanted to. Oh, Just saying. We yeah. do do that here, too. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, with the six poles. And I, you know, one thing I just said, I don't know if you heard in our last podcast, but I was saying that I feel like um, I really wish I could go to just like a two to three day, like erotic embodied weekend. I'm just hinting, hinting to in your let's direction. Let's create one. Yeah, let's create one. And because and, I mean, I that's what I feel like is... When I'm feeling really lost in my embodiment, my erotic embodiment, yes, coming to one of these classes is great. And if I were to be immersed in it, like what you're doing in your training, you know, mm-hmm. you said you're leaving for two weeks and dancing three times a day. You know, if I had two to three days of it, I would come out of there transformed. Yeah. I, I highly recommend, even if you have a regular practice, like, of course, I'm an advocate for us doing something ongoing because that's how we really integrate it into our lives. And it, it's how we create transformation and having immersions where you just drop in for a chunk of time and everything else is gone except except your attention to this practice is so, so powerful. I highly recommend it. Yeah. yeah, I do have a three-day retreat rolled into my Radiant Woman Immersion Program. Oh, so there everything is virtual except that three-day retreat, and it's all embodiment and uh, body bliss and pleasure practices, and it's it's a very powerful three days to drop in. She was gyrating a little when she was saying that. I, it's like, true. Yeah, I always she's like, yeah. She's like she can't. She's the not circles just, are coming through. Yeah, it's not just coming from her head. Yeah, when is when is the what are the dates for that? I don't have the dates for that okay, yet. It's still. it's part of the six month program, which is starting in January. So okay. I'm still anchoring in some of those specifics. But great, and yeah. people can find out more about that on at steelandgrace.com. Actually, that is um, S Factor Santa Cruz dot com okay. is where I have information for that. Okay, so, so S Factor Santa Cruz dot com to find out about the online works or online six month intensive and that includes an in-person retreat exactly ah, exactly it. you got it yeah nice yeah got it and then <laughs> steel and grace poll.com mm-hmm. to find out more about the uh, in-person offerings in santa cruz uh, do you have anything else that you want to tell our listeners well let's just recap did yes, we recap. just recap the how to bring it home yeah. so that you can ignite your sex life so one explore what delights your body mm-hmm. have um sensation exploration. Maybe you slowly feed each other strawberries and feel the little seeds rolling around in your tongue or let some chocolate melt. Don't chew it, melt it. Just have fun in really igniting your senses, right? And then do that touch exercise. What kind of touch do I like? Do I like scratches? Do I like tickles? Do I like the palm of the hand? Do I like a little smack? How about a little squeeze? Just have fun with it and discover different kinds of touch and then slow down and have fun because sometimes I think we take this like learning things so darn seriously and it's really actually quite fun um and ask for what you want kindly ask for what you want (laughs) oh that sounds like what we've been preaching for and if you don't know how to ask for what you want we have an online workshop for that (laughs) go to our website i like that are you asking for what you want right now elise sexually (laughs) in in general (laughs) <laughs> I have no partner right now. I would love to have a partner to make my sexual request oh. to. Um, am I asking for what I want? I am asking for what I want. Yeah. Owning this studio and running this business has taken my um, personal learning that 
led me to develop the Radiant Woman Immersion to a whole other level, going from, you know, doing my own work to running a business and having people that work with me. It's been um, quite a journey. So I feel like I've had a little bit more head time lately than body time. And it feels really good to, to have the business settling in and get to practice my own tools to awesome. keep me here. Yeah. Well, that was something that I wanted was to tap into my sexuality and my sensuality and my inner feminine goddess. And I feel like I did get that tonight. Hot I damn. Like Amy probably did as well. So we will be seeing you very soon. Um, I hope that all of our listeners tonight enjoyed this podcast because I did. I enjoyed recording it. I feel sexy. I don't want to leave the fur and the velvet, but we'll have to have you back again on our show. Can I just tell you that one of the things that's so amazing about what I do is when you gals are doing your free dance and I'm watching, I'm watching to like see what's happening in your bodies and maybe give a little hint to do more of this or just encourage you. So fucking gorgeous. Every single woman, you too, gorgeous goddesses, come to life in your own unique way. And I have like a frame of Amy. Can I share a little frame? Like up against the wall just like buried in your luscious curly hair. And I was like, yes, Amy, that looks gorgeous. That feels good. And you like spread your body up against the cool wall. And I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, it was so delicious. And then April, you put those heels on and April was just like, bam. I was a new person in those heels. Holy shit. So you're gorgeous. Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for having us. I hope all of you out there can tap into your inner sexy selves after this podcast. But if not, go take an S Factor class or go to Steel and Grace in Santa Cruz. If you want to fly in from Wisconsin, we got you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. This was an amazing episode. Once again, we love our listeners. If you have the time, the moments, rate us on iTunes. Give us five stars. We give all of you five stars every day. And feel free to write us an email of joy and love or a question if you have it. But we appreciate you, y'all. Ciao for now and meow. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.